Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Ross Picardo. So glad you are with us this week as we talk about an important topic, discerning God's will. And how do you know if you're hearing God's voice? Yeah, there's so many times that people have asked this question over the years because they're either in a time of decision, they're waiting on that job or that relationship, they are trying to discern what is the next right move. And so they're wondering, has God spoken to me? Or is it myself? Or is it another force? And so they're trying to figure that out. And that is probably one of the most common questions we get asked. And it's interesting too, you know, how how do you know God's will? How do you know the, you know, there's a spiritual realm around us. Um, in North America, we often ignore it. We say, you know, that was just circumstances, um, just a coincidence, you know, uh, that things came together. In other countries that are more open to the spiritual realm, there's a greater sensitivity to that. There's an awareness of that the way God moves, the way the Holy Spirit moves, also the way Satan moves. Um, now you get some folks that say the devil made me do it to everything. It's like, no, you just made a dumb decision. So there's a balance there. Yeah, you have to hold those things in tension. So you're right. In North America, we don't really think about the spiritual realm. Um, We think more in just terms of the physical, what we can see. And um, I think it's a balance because you don't want to find a devil under every bush or, you know, assume that, (laughs) yeah, or just assume that God is speaking all the time in ways that are convenient to you. Uh, so there's that balance, but we want to just kind of unpack these five ways of God guiding us and God speaking to us. And it's these five ways that I feel like are pretty common and really have uh, been true in our lives. And so this can be, help be a guide to to you as well. And to give credit where it's from, you know, there are various different ones, but this is a version of it that has five CSs that comes from the alpha curriculum that we love that unpacks the basics of the faith in a way that is really easy to relate and great for folks who are asking questions and seeking answers. But they go through five different CSs. And the first is commanding scripture. God is never going to tell you to do something that doesn't align with God's word. So if God, you feel like, oh my goodness, I, God is giving me these feelings for this um, married person. You know, there's this married man that God has just given me feelings for. I feel like that must be God telling me I'm supposed to leave Roz and go get together with this other person. Mary's like, no, no, no. God's not going to tell you to do that. That's called adultery. That's a sin. That's The Bible says no. The Bible's pretty clear there. So God is never going to contradict God's word. Um, it's always going to be something that is in agreement with scripture and not against it. So yes, there's that 
compelling scripture or that commanding scripture that helps us to discern God's will for our lives. Um, there's some things that are pretty clear cut in scripture. When God calls us to do something, he commands us to do something. And then there are other things that are ambiguous, but we we know that we are all called to make disciples. That's very clear. Um, but the question is, how do we live that out in our everyday context? So scripture is the number one way that God speaks to us. I mean, it is foundational in our lives. So you want to know more God's will? Be in God's word. That's a great starting spot. And the second way is through compelling spirit, the Holy Spirit. Often the Holy Spirit speaks in different ways and different people hear in different ways. Um, Some people hear God's voice. Uh, Some people have heard it audible. I hear God's voice often in my heart. It's kind of that still small voice where I'll just get a a sense that God is speaking and hear it that way. Other people have the gift of prophecy. And so you might hear a prophetic word through someone else that the Holy Spirit's given them for you. Um, or sometimes it's just that sense of peace um, where you just have a peace uh, as you're making that decision. And there just there's something about it that just settles. You just, you have that peace of knowing. And often that's the Holy Spirit speaking, that compelling spirit. So whenever we've made major decisions in our lives, um, this last time was major decision was leaving Kentucky to move to Ohio. We both had a peace about it. It was a compelling spirit. But during that time we were discerning and we felt like it was God's timing, but we had a chance to actually move to Ohio a year prior to when we actually moved and it wasn't the right time. And so it's amazing to see how the Holy Spirit can really give us peace when it comes to making decisions and hearing God's voice. And for us often, and this kind of ties into another one from later of Council of Saints, but as a married couple, you know, if one of us is hearing from God and the other person's hearing something different, we we tend to wait and mm-hmm. say, okay, God, if you if this is you, help us to get on the same page. And so when we moved to Ohio, Roz felt we'd had every opportunity. He said, let's. I, I committed to pray about everyone. Normally, I was praying, God, please don't make us move. But Lord, <laughs> if it's your will, we'll go. But please, please, can we just stay in Kentucky? Um, but with this one, I was praying that prayer, and I felt like God was saying, Callie, if you love your life, you'll lose it. If you'll lose it for my sake, you'll gain it. And really felt like I heard the Holy Spirit speaking directly to me. And Roz heard similarly that we were to go. And so the Holy Spirit is inside each of us as believers. And so if you're married to a fellow believer, like God will speak to both of you all and bring you to one accord if it really is God's leading. So the third is, and we've kind of touched on it already, but common sense. So God doesn't just guide us through spiritual means. Um, it's often what's right in front of us, what makes the most sense. So um, common sense is sometimes making that list of weighing pros and cons. It's um, really analyzing a situation and making lists and comparing options. It's uh, figuring out through, you know, deliberation, what is the most prudent course of action that we need to take. So common sense (laughs) is something you can't often teach, but 
it's something that when people ignore it can be costly. God gave you a brain. So we get to use that. That's a gift that God has given us a mind to think through. And is this practical? Um, or is this ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, God is not going to call you to, for instance, go in debt, um, a large amount of debt to buy something that maybe isn't going to last or is not satisfying or is not really in accordance to God's well. You don't need it. You can't afford it. God's not going to have you go in a bunch of debt or go rob a bank. That also would be against scripture. So sometimes these things all add up. And if you're like, all of them are pointing in the same way, that's a good sign. If all of them are pointing against that decision, that's kind of a sign not to do it either. So you'll hear people say, well, God told me or, God had me do this and it's, it's really doesn't line up with common sense and it really brings harm on that individual or their family. So, but here's a question for you, Pastor Roz is, I like to call my husband Pastor Roz when I have a theological question for him. Um, what about those times where sometimes God calls you to do something that doesn't make sense in the world's eyes? Yeah, I, I would say, you have to, again, discern and weigh it, and that's where these other things kind of come into play. Looking at the scriptures, do you have a peace about it? Are you getting counsel of the saints? So are you meeting with godly people? How are they giving you wisdom through this? Are you seeing signs that you should do? Because some things don't make sense in the world's eyes. We acknowledge that, but is it is the situation lacking total common sense without having these added pieces uh, missing, you know? So I've shared this before when we moved to Ohio and we yeah, did call us here, really felt clearly that I was supposed to give up my job that I loved from Kentucky and wait until God showed me what I was supposed to do. And I didn't know anyone who loved to work, had a job they loved, who could work, who wasn't caring for kids or a loved one who didn't work. Like it just didn't make sense in the world's eyes. I mean, you got two people that can work double the income. Why wouldn't you both work? And really felt like it was not like God was calling me out of full-time paid work for a season. And it was awesome. I basically got to spend a year doing what I would have done retired, but I was 30 years old. And so I had lots of energy and fun doing it. But, um, in hindsight, it was God preparing me for my current role at United Theological Seminary. And if I'd been doing another job, I wouldn't have been open to take it. And But I had those other things. I had the commanding scripture. Well, it didn't disagree with God's word and felt that peace about it, really felt God speaking. Um, I sought counsel from my husband and said, what, what do you think about this crazy mm-hmm. idea? And we could figure it out financially. So it did work. Um, but didn't make sense in the world's eyes, but really was clearly God speaking. So that gets us to the next one. Yeah, and that's, we've kind of touched on it already, but God speaks to us through the counsel of the saints. So, you know, it's amazing how God will bring wise counselors in your life. Maybe they are believer, they usually they're believers. So the counsel of the saints, saints meaning, yes, they follow Jesus. Um, you know, they live their lives by the example of Jesus and they're people that you can trust. Um, 
They're people that know scripture. They're people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. They have the fruits of the Spirit in their lives. Um, and when I say fruit, it's not just uh, the fruit of peace and joy and happiness and, and all those things, but it's more than that. They also have fruit where you see evidence of God moving in their life. And those are the people that you really want to surround yourself with. Um, you know, I've heard it said, um, you know, you can show somebody their future by asking who they are friends with, you know? Mm -hmm. And so who, who do you keep around you? Who are you looking to? Might be a mentor, might be a pastor, might be just someone that's further along on this journey with God or someone that you look at their life and you're like, I want to live my life more like they do. Like, and they might, you know, there's a spiritual gift of wisdom. It might be someone who has that spiritual gift of wisdom that they just seem to really have a good way of approaching situations, tough decisions. They can help walk you through. And now one word of caution here is if you keep asking enough people, you will probably find someone eventually that agrees with the way you want to go. But if the majority of people are saying that does not sound like God, that does not sound wise. And you keep asking, you finally find one person that agrees with you. You got to be careful. I mean, you know, you got to discern, you got to, you can't, just keep going around until you find someone that tells you yes, because that's the answer you want to hear. If you really want to know God's will, you've got to really seek God's will. Yeah. So counsel of the saints is important. Again, you will be able to tell by the fruit in their lives and also just the type of person that they are. And that's who you want to really surround yourself with. And you go to them and ask them, hey, will you pray for me? Here's a situation that I'm encountering. What do you think? And they'll spend the time to pray and really uh, try to hear on behalf of God and to bless you and to bless the situation. And that brings us um, to our last one that we want to cover, and that is circumstantial signs. So sometimes you pray and you say, God, give me a sign. And the Lord literally gives you a sign. It's like, hey, I need a job. I need a job. I've got to figure this out. And all of a sudden someone says, hey. I'm hiring. Are you looking? I mean, I had that happen to me when I moved from Memphis back to Kentucky. I'd been working in investment banking and um, the financial markets all decided to collapse in 07, 08. And so moved back to Kentucky and was trying to find a job in finance. A lot weren't hiring. And I was doing informational interviews, even just trying to learn from different people about their jobs. Is that an area of finance I'd want to go into? And after about an hour long conversation with a gentleman named Mark who ran a Christian financial foundation, he said, you know, we could stand to hire someone. And I said, Oh, I could use a job. And it just felt like a perfect fit. And the door opened. I mean, it was like, it just, everything flowed. They weren't even advertising for the job yet. Here I was in a conversation with someone who needed to find someone. I needed a job and it just, it lined up and felt the other things too. talk to people, had the council of saints, had the, the peace about it. Um, but the, it was an open door, like wide open right in front of me. And so you have to have the spiritual eyes and ears to see and hear when God moves through those signs or those impressions. There are many different ways, even in the ways that we've listed on how 
God speaks and moves. But the key is to have the posture that we're willing to listen, um, especially when God is asking us to do something or trying to give us wisdom and not really imposing our own will into a situation. So there's the prayer that never fails, that as you're going through this, that you can pray, you can say, God, here's what I really want, but God, not my will, but yours be done. And that posture of surrender, but seeking God and saying, God, please help, but God, I want to be in line with you. God answers those prayers. God is still speaking. And our prayer and our hope for you is that you would be guided by God's Holy Spirit and that you work your way through the scriptures and, you know, the compelling spirit, common sense, the counsel of the saints and the signs that are around us where God is still speaking. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless. Share the podcast and we would love to hear back from you. God bless.